Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Haunted Halloween style. As I can feel the demons in the air. The demons are lurking. I got to tell you, man, this has been one hell of a day so far. One hell of a day. I don't think I've left. I don't think I've left the studio um, today. I don't think I want to, to be honest. I don't think anything good can happen to me. If I uh, if I leave the uh, if I leave this unit, I don't think anything good could happen to me. But nothing really good is happening to me in here as it is right now. Besides, I'm winning every bet I make. That's it. But whatever. That's another thing. You know what? what that's why I love like when troll boys come out and they're like, "Oh, the Dodgers lost." I don't even get happy when I win. So you think I get sad when I lose? Like I don't even like whatever. I got a million things going on at once at all times. I'm like Odell Beckham Jr. I liked his tweet tonight. Some people think Odell's a little whack. Twitter's interesting tonight. Uh, Britney Spears. We retweeted Britney Spears. I feel like Britney Spears. That's, uh, I feel like Britney Spears. I can't even repeat what Britney Spears stated. I got to tell you, I like the Detroit Lions this week plus the points, but <clears throat> this this floating lion helmet, what do they call it? The, 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 the hovering, the hovering, the hover helmet? This, this hover helmet is going to effing hover as I throw it out the window. Let's see how far I can throw this thing. I like that helmet, Gabe. It's one of my favorite things you got. It causes me nothing but problems, Matthias, okay? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing but problems. And I like the lines. Uh, gravity my ass, magnet my ass. Like I said, the thing just flew and nearly killed me. It's like a little crusty to clown doll. I've told you people this before. I don't like October. I don't like October. I'm in a bad mood all the time. Like I didn't. It's it's, it's not good. Uh, you know, nothing nothing good happens. Right? Like, so I wake up today. So not to mention, did I bring up the fact that I, I tweeted about this? You know, the exact moment the Dodgers lost 
The exact moment the Dodgers lost on Saturday night, my washing machine broke, Matthias. At the same moment. I'm dead serious. I'm getting ready. I'm NFL Sunday. I'm like, man, I got all this. I got let, let me do a wash here. So I put everything in a washing machine. The Dodgers game, are, they're about to get eliminated, and I start to realize I have thousands of dollars in futures on them. So I'm like, this is just great. I'm sitting here. I'm like, God, you guys are just you, you, The Dodgers are turning into the Toronto Maple Leafs. I didn't even rip the Dodgers yet because I'm still processing it. But And then my washing machine breaks. It just stops. So they got like a full thing of clothes in it, bro. And it doesn't restart. It's not restarting. You know what I mean? I waited. I did this. I did that. Nothing's happening. Then I got all these jerseys and stuff that I liked in this water. I'm like, I got to take these out. I can't let them just sit here forever. So I take them out. I got a bunch of water in the washing machine. It's starting to smell weird, Matthias. And and whatever. It's, it's in a condo. I tell the condo lady, listen. She starts telling me to take a picture of the serial number. Where do you have a serial number on a washing machine? I don't know. Did I manufacture the thing? This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi. What day is it anyways? The Twisted Tuesday. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining us right now on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Major League Baseball playoffs. The Yankees survive and advance. They will now face the Houston Astros. We're going to break it down. Meanwhile, Philadelphia takes game one uh, tonight in SoCal. Shout out to everybody tuning in on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio right now as we speak. Philadelphia 2, San San Diego, nothing was the final score. And I got to tell you, it's not about me, uh, but it's a bizarro situation here in which we're absolutely in a freaking zone right now. You know, when the Dodgers don't play, I seem to win baseball bets. Now that the Dodgers are gone, but we were on the New York Yankees today and we were on the under seven, we were on the Philadelphia Phillies and we were on the under seven as well. So we go 4 0 on the diamond. Philadelphia are going to be a difficult team to beat, and the 2 3 2 format is a very favorable and advantageous situation for the visiting team. I don't like the 2 3 2 format. You guys have enough money that you can afford to fly back and forth, but it is what it is. I don't like a lot of things in the modern sports world, but I do like the NBA, and the NBA is back. It's 59 52 for the Warriors uh, right now. Warriors! Warriors are in action. Um, everything's coming up Philadelphia right now, but whatever. You know, just because the Philadelphia Phillies are good, just because the Philadelphia Eagles are good, doesn't mean that the Philadelphia 76ers are actually going to be good. Trust the process and all that other type of stuff. It's easy to fall for it. And we can say it's one game, but as much as people like Philadelphia, people are going to also start to complain about Doc Rivers. We're going to talk NBA basketball tonight with Kurt Heelan. Kurt Heelan, NBC Sports, steps up and in. Kurt's great. Uh, love Kurt's uh, work. We're going to talk NBA basketball. We'll get all the season award predictions from Kurt Heelan. NBA future talk with Kurt Heelan. Steve Merrill, member of the Shady Five, wagertalk.com, steps up and in and joins us a little bit later on. Andrew McKinnis will talk pucks. A lot of stuff to unpack, including Jerry Jones telling Robert Kraft at the NFL owners meeting today, don't F with me. This is sports rage. Don't F with me. Sports. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. We're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. And let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. It's the Twisted Tuesday. Oktoberfest style. Not a big fan of October. Not a big fan. Um, but it's a great sports, it's a great sports uh, month. I mean, there's just so much uh, going on. Yet, I don't think my uh, the stars are aligned uh, for us. So, I am Gabriel Moranzi. We've had quite the day uh, today. It turns out we missed out uh, in the super contest uh, by fifty thousand dollars. We would have won fifty thousand dollars if we would have went four and one this week. Instead, we went three and two, which I was unaware of. I didn't look because I knew I was like, man, this isn't. You know, we didn't do. You know, it was just one of those. I was hoping for the best. I thought this morning maybe I'm going to wake up to an email saying, listen, you guys won seventeen thousand dollars or something like that. And instead, I woke up to a text message saying, basically, how does my ass feel? Uh, after losing $50,000 by one game. In case you're wondering who was the team that cost us, well, there was two of them. We went three and two out of the five, the Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals. I blame them both. I blame them both. All you can do is blame yourselves. Miami was a stupid pick. That was a stupid pick. Arizona was not a stupid pick. So I blame... Arizona more than Miami. Like, Arizona are just clueless. Miami, whatever. Miami, you had a bunch of different quarterbacks coming in and out. You're kind of a mess right now. I don't know. You're all messes. It is what it is. 
Um, then I got into another dispute with a sports book uh, from yesteryear over $5,000 today, which I really didn't have the time to argue about with, but it was out of principle. I basically have had like $5,000 in a sports book forever, but they changed. They, didn't, they, they, they went to this Bitcoin stuff. They want to pay in cash anymore. They went to Bitcoin. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just let it bill because Bitcoin goes up and down anyways. Um, but then that turned into an episode in an ordeal. My washing machine broke at the exact same time that the Dodgers lost the other night. I live in a condo, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not my problem. Now the lady's asking me about the serial number on the thing. I don't know. You're the one that bought it, lady, not me. Why don't you find a serial number? <laughs> serial number? You know what I mean? I looked on, I looked at the thing. I'm like, I don't know where a serial number is on this thing. I looked around. And where, where do they put serial numbers on uh, in washing machines anyways? Then we do game time decisions today. Cam Stewart starts the show and gets knocked off the air for three hours. Cam's gone. <laughs> Sherapan, I don't know where the hell Dave is. Must be some sort of, I don't know, there's a hat festival going on or something in Vegas today. Matthias is the only one that hasn't let me down so far today. <laughs> still early, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> still, still, still early. All right, so we got Kurt Heelan stepping up, and then that's going to be good. We got Steve Merrill, McKinnis picks. And uh, let me just uh, tweet the the, uh, the final tweet out here. I mean, we've had so much going on here. There's been, it's been, you know, all these sports are coming at us at once, and we went four and two tonight. If you tuned into Game Time Decisions, we gave you six picks for the Philadelphia and Boston game, and uh, we ended up we ended up winning four of them. We'll get caught up to date with uh, the props in this game right now. Um, in this game, and let's get uh, let's get some in-game action in here right now. The Lakers are scoring more than I thought they would. You know, I thought I you know I knew Golden State was going to score in this game, and I would have taken the over, and I should have just blindly bet the over, but I was worried. I mean, how many times have we seen the Lakers just get smoked and blown out and not score? It's not bad. Like we're getting some decent. It's a decent number right now. What was it two thirty one? They have it frozen on me here at uh, at two thirty one. Let's see when they repost it. 72-62 with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, 231 and a half. Let's pull the trigger on the 231 and a half. Nothing crazy here, but there's a nice tempo to this game. The Lakers seem to have some energy. They're an older team, but it's the first game of the year. So 72-62 at the eight, uh, eight and a half mark in the third quarter. We'll keep our eye on this. Kurt Heelan from NBCSports.com will join us and talk NBA basketball. He's a good uh, NBA um, reporter. It's a good, good, you know, like it's, uh, you know, the pro football talk, Mike Florio, just click the NBA. It's, it's like the NBA one. Very, very good. Like it's basically one of those deals. Like if you haven't paid attention to the NBA for a couple of days, like basically, or if you're an NBA junkie, like it's on top of everything, like on a morning basis, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a very good read. Like, you know, you'll be on top of the NBA, put it that way. Like Kurt, this guy is on top of the NBA. So yeah, Kurt Heenan will join us. And um, we got uh, Steve Merrill and Andrew McKinnis. So we, we, we got a full house here tonight. Now, I said there's uh, there's a lot of breaking news. A couple of things. We didn't even get to the Mitch Trubisky fight. 
and what Trubisky and Deontay Johnson got into it in the Steelers locker room. This stuff is going to happen, as we saw with Draymond Green. Yet, normally you don't hear stories about owners getting into it like this. And ESPN, very credible, ESPN is reporting that Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft had a very heated exchange uh, today at the NFL owners meeting. And it's interesting because, you know, we all thought it would be about Daniel Snyder, and it turned into a very, very hostile situation with a bunch of billionaires. I mean, you've got a bunch of very rich men in a room, all of which are never told no, are never spoken to in any disrespectful fashion, right? Like, think about it. If you're an NFL owner, you're a billionaire. And if you're a billionaire, people aren't telling you to go after yourself. People aren't telling you don't F with me. People aren't telling you what to do, right? It's the other way around. So I imagine it can get pretty awkward at times when you get all these rich, very powerful people in the room together at the same time, except basically it was everybody against Jerry Jones. So the NFL owners voted 31-1 to 1 on Tuesday to permit their compensation committee to open negotiations on a new contract with uh, Roger Goodell. The one owner that voted against this was Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones does not like Roger Goodell, and he's not shy about it, and he's upset about how much money Roger Goodell makes. Basically, Jerry Jones in, you know, the, you know, obviously I was not in the meeting, right? So, but the, the reports are, and you know, the, 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 the backstory is that basically Jerry Jones thinks that Roger Goodell is overpaid. Jerry Jones wonders why are we paying this guy $64 million a year? to run the NFL when we could basically do it ourselves. Like, it, it sells itself. And Jerry Jones basically stated that Roger Goodell needs to meet certain business goals and models to, to be compensated what he is. The rest of the owners basically told Jerry, whatever, what do you care? And we're all like, dude, like, it is what it is. He makes what he makes, and we're going to pay him this, and we don't want any problems, Right. So every owner in the room basically said, yeah, whatever, just pay Goodell and let's just get this over with. And Jerry Jones is the one that held it up. Sources said Kraft joined the overwhelming majority in strong support for the measure in which Jerry Jones then spoke up and told Robert Kraft personally, don't F with me. Kraft replied, excuse me? Jones replied back, don't mess with me. The measure then passed against Jerry Jones' desire. Cowboy spokesman declined a comment. Patriots are too busy filming Jerry Jones' house. This is Sports Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. This is Portrage. I am Gable Brancy. <laughs> so, we're just we're just breaking down this Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft stuff. Wow. Robert Kraft's got quite the life, man. This guy's getting married one day, getting into fights with Jerry Jones in a boardroom the next day. Imagine being in that room in New York City. Like, you're sitting down. You're like, all right, we got to overthrow Daniel Snyder. And Jerry Jones comes out flying about how Roger Goodell is making too much money. The rest of the owners are like, whatever. We don't care. Like, we, you know what I mean? We don't care what he makes. Right? Like, basically, if you're the, look, it is, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't, you know, I don't think the, you know, does everyone really know how much commissioners are making? But it is a lot of money that Roger Goodell is getting paid. He has made $128 million in the last two years. Now, his contract is up right now. And this is another piece of information that's interesting, in which Roger Goodell reportedly told the owners he will retire after this contract. So I think that's kind of flying under the radar out of this story. It's pretty big news. All right? Like, it's that's kind of flying out because the headline of this is, whoa, Jerry Jones told Robert Kraft, don't F with me? <laughs> like, specifically? Like, you know, things got that hostile? And... You know, lost in this story is the fact that Roger Goodell reportedly also told the owners that this will be his last contract, that he will, he said that he that he will walk away after this contract. He basically said, begin, after I sign this contract, begin talking amongst yourselves about what you want to do moving forward. So he's going to be around for another deal. Now, one last contract could be seven years. It could be five years, right? It's probably five type thing. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Roger Goodell's, you know, leaving next year. Why would he? He's making $64 million a year, <laughs> right? He's, he's, he's making $64 million a year. That's a lot of money. When you consider, so basically, Roger Goodell makes more than any player in the league does. Now, what's the, the highest paid players now where we're getting into the $50 million a year range? So he's making, he's making more than any, he's making more than, than any player is. Yet, if you think about the business aspect of it, and the 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 monstrosity of the National Football League, that's the going. Yeah, it's a good salary. It's that's the going corporate rate. 
put it this way. You, we can say, oh, my God, Roger Goodell makes $64 million a year. That's a lot of money. The CEO of Bet365 makes $450 million a year. She's the highest paid CEO in the world. She literally makes like nearly $500 million a year, right? Because the company generates whatever it is. I don't know, what's it, $17 billion or whatever, right? Because you're not going to get somebody to run a corporation that's worth like, you know, <laughs> more than most countries are worth. It's like a government, you know? So I don't know why personally, because Jerry Jones basically runs the league as it is. The guy does, you know what I mean? He's very powerful, Jerry. Not just with Dallas. Like, he's very influential with, with everything the NFL does. So I don't know why he, you know, does he want more power? Like, basically, I get to feel like Jerry Jones, you know, wants to be the commissioner of the NFL, essentially. And I think the other owners see it that way in that they're like, listen, you know, we're not like you. You know what I mean? Like, you look at most of the owners. Like, you know, I'll ask you right now. What does the owner of the Tennessee Titans look like, Matthias? Do you know? What is what 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 is the owner? What does the owner of the New York Jets look like? What does the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals look like? You ever seen him? Right? Most rich people are billionaires like this. They don't want to be seen. Right? So they don't want the fame. They just want the money. It's like Too Short told me, the rapper. I met Too Short many years ago. I partied with him. And he told me I'd rather be rich than famous. That's what he was talking about. He said, because he was talking about he grew up with MC Hammer and, you know, there was all these, you know, big rappers and stuff. And he said, you know, he said, I'm not the biggest name in the game, but he goes, I'm rich anyways. And he said, I'd rather be rich than famous. And he said, I got famous and people started trying to rob me in Oakland. That's why I had to move to Atlanta. <laughs> so, so the NFL owners totally get that mentality. They're like, they want to be behind the scenes, right? And just make and take in the money. NFL teams, on average, are making like $300 million a year profit each. They don't need to win. Like, once you're in the club, that's it. You're in. You're, you're, you're laughing. So, they got Jerry Jones. That So, I, I imagine, like, the other owners are basically like, what's your problem? Why, you know what I mean? Why do you want to rock the boat with Goodell? Everything is fine. We're all making trillions of dollars. It's great. Right? And Jerry Jones just does not like Roger Goodell. Jones is concerned that the triggers for Goodell's per, uh, proposed uh, new contract and bonuses in his new contract are too vague and not connect connected to a strict set of financial goals and metrics. A source close to Jerry Jones says, i.e. Jerry Jones says, <laughs> a source close to Jerry Jones tells ESPN, well, uh, Stephen Jones, um, Jerry believes in corporate good governance and wants accountability on their financial goals tied to Roger's bonus. He is sensitive to awarding a big bonus to Roger before he performs and earns it. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry, because you seem you're not sensitive to give money to your players before they earn it. Like Jerry Jones, like, like really? It's like Jerry, like Jerry. Jerry deals with like, like the worst coaches in the history of NFL for, for years and stuff, but he's concerned about the governance of Roger Goodell. Worry about the governance of Kellen Moore, bro. All right? Worry about the governance of Mike McCarthy. Worry about Dak Prescott. Don't worry about Roger Goodell. 
The source close to Jones also denies that there's any animosity between him and Robert Kraft, that it was just a uh, heat-of-the-moment situation. <laughs> it was the heat of the moment. You usually don't get this. The NFL owners meeting. Meanwhile, Colts uh, owner Jim Ursay <laughs> says... Uh, I believe that there's enough to merit removing Daniel Snyder as owner of the Commanders. Yes, I do. There's consideration that he should be removed. The league requires 24 to 32 owners to approve such a move, which has never been done. See, I find it interesting that Ursay is willing to speak up publicly. None of them else have. Props to Ursay for speaking up and saying, yeah, we should kick Snyder out of the league. You know why Ursay's doing this? He's got no skeletons. Jim Ursay's an open book. This guy shares everything that he does in his life publicly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like if 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 like any if you found out that this guy did anything, they're like, oh yeah, man, he had a big orgy with like after the AVN awards and oh it got crazy. He'd be like, Yeah, and you know what I mean? There's no dirt on Ursay. <laughs> like, the other owners aren't going to say anything because they got dirt, right? Ursay lives his life so openly and publicly that what are you going to say about me? And now there's, I tweet my life out. Like Jim Ursay, for an NFL owner, is very open in his life. Talks about suffering from depression. Talks about he's talked about drug use. You know what I mean? Like he's, guy's buying Kurt Cobain's guitar. So like, seems like a really cool dude to party with, um, you know? So, like, what are you what are you gonna say? It's like coming out and saying, you know, man, I got some dirt on Morenci. He smokes weed. He gambles on sports, right? It's like, all right, you know, that's why it's sort of that. Um, it's a good way, like even in politics and stuff, you just throw everything out there at once, and then you can just say after. I never said I was perfect. <laughs> I never said I was perfect, right? You, you throw it out there, but I find it interesting that Ursa is the one that throws it out here. And because, like I said, there's there's no dirt on Ursay. He's already so public with his life. Very, you know, there's always a, you know, there's always an angle. But I, I tell you right now, I guarantee you right now, Daniel Snyder is never getting kicked out of the National Football League. He's not. You're not going to find 24 owners that are going to do it. They have too much, there's too, they have too many trans, you know what I mean, transgressions that Snyder, I believe him when, you know, that, and whatever, everything is public, guys. When Snyder releases that and that story comes out in the Washington Post that Snyder says they'll never, they'll never be able to take me out of the league because I'll blow the league up. I have dirt on everybody, including Goodell. That was Snyder telling the Washington Post that so the NFL would see that and say, hey, just letting you know before our little meeting coming up next week in New York that if you want to F with me, you know, we read the papers the next couple of days after and see what else I leak. Who knows who leaked this story out of the meeting today? Kind of love today, man. I, I guarantee you right now, too, there's like people in the NFL head office going like, who the F and the owners, like who the, who the hell went to the media with this one? That Jerry Jones got into it with Kraft. Who knows, <laughs> right? Who knows what the agenda is? All I know is I like the Detroit Lions this week, plus the points against the Dallas Cowboys. We'll find out what Steve Merrill thinks a little bit later on. 
We got Kurt Heelan stepping up, and then we got Andrew McCannis. McCannis talks some NHL, mixing a little puck talk. Lakers getting smashed. Shocker. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Late night continues. I am Gable Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the 50,000-watt juggernaut, the mightier 1090 ESPN radio. What's up, SoCal? 97.1, the freak, Dallas, Texas. The NBA is back, and so is one of our favorite basketball guests. Kurt Heelan joins us from NBC, NBCSports.com. Kurt, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Uh, it's, it's fun to be talking basketball again, man. In actual games, nobody just starts punching each other. Yeah, that's right, and not preseason games. And don't worry, they'll be punching. There'll be enough off-court drama <laughs> to come. That's, that's a lock. Uh, but I really enjoyed your season award preview and your season prediction preview uh, column today, available uh, over at NBCSports.com uh, on the NBA page. So let's start off with the biggest award uh, of them all, the actual Larry O'Brien uh, trophy. Your thoughts, who do you like to come out of the East? Who do you like to come out of the West? First off, I just have to say, it's like the most wide-open year. Like, I could have made eight cases against myself, but uh, I picked the Bucks over the Celtics in the East Finals uh, and the Clippers over the Warriors in the West. I just I feel weird. I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles. I feel weird saying the Clippers and Finals in the same sentence. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right, but that is – look, I truly believe, and I think we saw last year with Boston, if you have two elite two-way wings and good players around them, you can make it happen, and that's what the Clippers have. Uh, you know, you're betting on Kawhi Leonard being healthy and Paul George being healthy, but I love them. And the Bucks, out of a team, look, Boston's really good. Philly's really good. You, you know, there's other teams out there in the East that can make a run. Uh, maybe the Nets are loaded if they have their heads screwed on right. And all that said, I just trust the Bucks. Know who they are, what they are, what they want to be. They just they don't have the drama around them, and they have the best player walking the face of the earth. I, I'm, so I'll, I'll lean on them, but that's I feel shakier about them. You know, it's funny when you talk about the Clippers and you talk about the best um, the best player in the world, and I agree as far as being honest right now, but I don't think it would have been a stretch to say that the best player in the league when the Raptors won the title was Kawhi Leonard. 
right? That Kawhi Leonard was trending and in, in that, you know, you know, top one, top two, top three, you know, two-way player. Is he still that player? Because I agree. If the Clippers are healthy, you can make a legitimate argument they're the best team in basketball. That is the million-dollar question, and I'm betting that he is. And after all this time off, he is diligent about taking care of himself. He's not going to win MVP because he's going to play, I don't know, let's say 55 games. Like, he's going to sit out 15 to 20 games this season. They are going to load manage him all the way into this. But it's, that's sort of what Toronto did. That's what everybody's done. And if you can get him to the playoffs healthy, I think you saw it in Toronto, he is capable for a stretch of being – as good as anybody, right? Like he can just hit shots. He defends. He, he does everything you need. You just, he can't do it for a long stretch anymore. You've got to get him some rest. And I think they have the roster now. And they're, they're tw- like probably 12 deep with good rotation players. Like they can just, guys, it, hey, Norman Powell takes over for a night. Norman Powell's a good player. Like they can keep Kawhi. They can keep Paul George healthy. Um, so I just, I think they can get there. I think this, I think this is the year, you know, I, I just feel bad for Steve Ballmer. He's had such bad luck, you know. I mean, he's only worth – stock. It's hard to feel bad for a man <laughs> yeah, that as rich as he is, but you're right. No, he's a good He's a good guy. He wants yeah, he wants to win. He's a good guy, and it had to hurt. I mean, paying all this money. I don't think he cares about the money, but watching the Lakers win, right? He gets Kawhi, yeah, he gets George, yeah, and then the Lakers yeah. go win a title. That, that one, I think that one stung because his team just – that was the Clippers might have been the best team that year. But they were not – the bubble was its own thing. And I don't want to take anything away from the Lakers championship. But I don't know if the Lakers win if it's not in the bubble. Like, it changed – mental toughness became so important. And and the ability to focus through all this. And LeBron's teams have that. But that's why the Heat were in there. Jimmy Butler's like that. Their militaristic culture is like that. It it thrived in there. Um, So, I think this is the year. We'll see. I I think Ballmer, by the way – He's what you want in an owner. He's, he's done everything that the Clippers should have, except for maybe moving to Orange County. He's done everything they should have been doing for years to try to get out of the shadow of the Lakers. I just don't know if it's enough in Los Angeles. Yeah. I, you know, even if they want a title, I don't think it'd be enough. No, it would be. Yeah, are, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because we were t- I was talking with friends about this the other day, and I'm like, said something about the Clippers and winning a title, and, and my friends are Laker fans, and they, they care about, like, is Kendrick Nunn healthy? Like, that's a bigger story in L.A. than the Clippers. <laughs> I almost think of it like a, there'd be a little parade right, right outside the arena. You know what I mean? But, like, people would yeah. sort of move on, and it would just, like, raise the anger level of Laker fans. I think that's all it would oh, do. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> that, that would be the punch. Always, Laker fans have always considered the Clippers their useless little brother, right? And and suddenly they're not anymore. Like, they, you know, they weren't really during the – they weren't during the Paul George era, but they kept – I mean, the Paul George, the uh, Chris Paul era. But they, they just would never get over the top. I think this is the year – they are a real threat to go over the top. You know, there are a lot of legitimate um, threats this year, as you stated. It's, it really is wide open, and it's, it's great to say that because in, in the past it's sort of been a one, two, three team yeah. type of competition in the league. But a lot of people believe that Philadelphia could potentially get there, but sort of like the Clippers. I mean, that process thing was a while ago, and they haven't pulled it off yet. But Joel Embiid, you know, playing you know, at the peak of his career night right now, playing great basketball. So as far as the MVP is concerned, Luka's the favorite at 5-1. to one. Joel Embiid is 6-1. to one. Yeah is seven to one Jokic 10 to one Durant 10 to one Morant 10 to one talk to me about the MVP in your prediction yeah I picked I picked um Joel Embiid I'm with you by the way I think the only thing that holds me back from picking Philadelphia to win it all is like do I trust James Harden in the biggest of moments second round of the playoffs conference finals five is he going to be able to beat 
the guy he needs to be in those moments. And maybe he is, and I hope he is for his sake, but he hasn't been, so I just don't trust him. I do trust Joel Embiid. I think this year, the, I think the Philly might be the number one seed in the East. Like, I think they're just going to rack up a ton of wins. And Joel Embiid has the narrative thing behind him after coming in second the last couple of years. I just think that this is – he is deserving of an MVP. I think this is the year, like, he kind of gets – I don't want to call it a multiple-year award because as a voter, I look, I try really hard not to do that. But I don't think Jokic can win unless he just laps the field. So I think it's I think it's Embiid's year. But it is a deep year. And by the way, if I were betting, you know who's sneaky better at long odds? I like Tatum. Like if Boston puts it together, Tatum's going to have a lot of momentum towards MVP, and he's a little bit longer odds. Kurt Heelan joining us from NBCSports.com. Let's talk about Rookie of the Year. This is an interesting interesting class this year. So you know that Bancaro is going to get his opportunity. He's going to put his numbers up. He's going to get his minutes. I'm really intrigued by Keegan Murray. I think Murray and I yeah. think Sacramento is somewhat of a sleeper. Their win total Kurt is three to thirty-three and a half. I think they can, you know, be be in the running for the play-in tournament. And I really like Keegan Murray, but I wonder if he's going to fall under the radar. Let me ask you, actually, as a voter, you're on the West Coast, though. Does that happen? Because you would figure off well, you're in the league, you're in the league. But is it safe? Is that a is it a fair statement that I'm making that? Well, I'm a little concerned that he's in Sacramento. That he, even if he plays well, people won't notice. I, I don't think that that's I, I it's a look they they make a wide swath of voters and and I know look everybody I know who votes uh myself included I lose God, Gabe, I lose so much bleep and sleep every spring <laughs> like you I really do <laughs> so you're like you want to do the right thing right right and I, I watch games all year I go to you know between well, I don't even want to count how many I watch but then go to you know, hundreds <laughs> of games I watch all this stuff I don't lose track, but it, but it is kind of easier to let slip through your mind. It's, you know, hey, Tyler Hero's lighting it up in Miami, and it's kind of a bright, free, you know, top-seed franchise, and he's in your face a little more. I think uh, Mathurian is the other one in, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Down in, in Indiana. He's another – I think Keegan Murray – I love Keegan Murray. I, I think, again, I would I picked Mancaro to win Rookie of the Year because he's going to put up numbers. He's really good. They need him to be that guy. Like, they don't have another great – you know, I, no offense to Cole Anthony fans out there, but like they needed somebody to create shots. I think he's going to be the guy, but if it's not him, I think Keegan Murray or Mathuria are, are like the guys who could sneak up and do this and, and are again on Keegan Murray is he's not starting the season as a starter, but I would be shocked if by Christmas he's not starting because he's just better than the, he just he plays like a 10 year vet already. It's just, it's so much fun to watch him play. So smooth. Uh, Kurt, I remember you and I talking about this last year, and it sort of baffled me and sort of angered me, to be honest, about the most improved uh, player, right? We were saying John Moran. I'm like, how can he be most improved when he's already a star? Like, I, I, like it was just sort of, I, I, you know, I don't think that people understand the concept of this award, and I see that Anthony Edwards is the favorite. I mean, so... Yeah. You know, they should almost call it next level award or something. Because, like, he's yeah. not bad. Like, most improve is different to me. But Anthony is the favorite of plus 850. And Zion's on the list right now at 18 to 1. That's more of a comeback. But I love what Zion's yeah. doing. But what about the most, most improved player? Because I like all these players, man. I really like Maxi a lot, actually. It's one of the reasons why I yeah. do like Philadelphia. I think Maxi's an impact player. And he could be if he gets the ball in his hands. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, I think people are going to see him more. Again, this is a case where he... He was really impressive last year, but now he's going to have the ball in his hands. Remember last year, too, Kurt, he said, I'll be the MVP next year. So, like, he's coming into this. He wants to put numbers up. 
He, he does, and they're going to – look, ultimately how good that team is, with all due respect to Cat and, uh, uh, you know, Carlton Towns and, and Rudy Gobert, if that team's really going to contend in a few years, it's because Anthony Edwards becomes a top-five player. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. think he's capable of it, right? He's, he's, not, he's not just Kermit from your favorite Adam Sandler movie. Like, he's, he's legitimately um, a threat. I, I find, I'm with you. I, I, look, I did vote for John Morant. If I thought um, Anthony Edwards made the biggest leap this year, I would. But, he, again, he's leaping from a – he would have to leap to superstar status because he's been – He's already been very good. Um, I think that I'm with you. I tend to like the guys who are I, a little farther down, but I think the other guy who's just going to, who might win this thing, and is more, again, just getting noticed an opportunity more than necessarily dramatically improving his game, is Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese, he's yeah. going to be phenomenal running the show for a full season in Indiana. And until they trade, by the way, eventually they will dump these guys. But he's starting the season with, with, Buddy Heald knocking down threes for him, and and with the pick and pop of uh, Miles Turner, and they've got some other guys on that roster who can still score. Like he's going to be setting up good players to start the season, and I think he, as his confidence grows, he's in a really good spot to win this award. But Maxi is the other guy who I think Maxi's just going to put up. He might be the he might he'll be second in scoring on that team, is my guess, because I think they're going to use Harden purely to facilitate, not purely, but much more to facilitate. Before we get you out of here, we got about a minute, minute and a half left. Yeah, as far as Ben Matherin's concerned, you got to love this kid's confidence. What he said, I keep hearing about this LeBron James guy. I don't know. They say he's good. I'm not sure. <laughs> he goes, I'm not sure. We'll find out when I play against him if he's any good. And he means it. This kid, he's got a he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's from the streets of Montreal, Montreal North, very tough part of town. He's had a lot of adversity uh, in his life. He's a fun basketball player, very aggressive, like just sort of violent when he takes it to the rack. So. Finally, in closing on the way out, you know I'm a Raptor guy, you know I'm a Raptor fan, and I love Nick Nurse, and if I love Nick Nurse, it's hard not to love Chris Finch, taking the exact yeah. same path, and you know, is he in running for coach of the year? Because Minnesota could take this jump up right now and just, you know, be in a national conscious, win some basketball games. Chris Finch, coach of the year? He's my, he's my preseason pick to win it, just because talk about the guy who's got a puzzle piece to fit together. Like, that's just there are a lot of good pieces. We talked about it, Gobert and Towns and Edwards, and then you've got to find a point guard to kind of smooth. If he can make that whole thing blend together, he deserves it. Like that's, that's, that is a really tough coaching job of this isn't uh, with all due respect to, I don't want to knock Steve Kerr as a coach, but like you look, well, look at the Warriors are like, yeah, look at how good they fit together. And it's all the pieces fit perfectly. I don't see that in Minnesota. I that's think a good point to do. But there's some work to do, and if and if Minnesota's as good as – I think they're a playoff team, and if they're a top-six team, I think he's got a real chance because he will have done some work. I think they're a playoff team as well. We could talk basketball all night. I know you're busy. We'll, we'll get you out of here, but I'm so fired up. I really like the Pelicans this year, man. I know yeah. they're not deep, but I love that starting five. I literally think they can play with anybody, and I don't – I mean anybody, anybody, anybody. Kirk, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Happy to do it, man. I look forward to talking to you throughout the year, man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. They're up 184 right now. Six minutes and 16 seconds remaining in this basketball game. I think this is going to be the theme of the year, actually, for the Lakers. They can sort of hang around, you know, for the first half and stuff. They're old. Let's just call it off what it is. They're old. They're slow. They don't play defense. They're horrible in transition. It's bad. Like, watching the Lakers play, like, they're, they're a bad team. Like, if anybody out there, like, had high hopes and stuff, like, don't. Don't. Like, think of this like a blind date and just think of, like, the worst possible thing that can happen because that's what you're walking into here uh, this year. LeBron will get his, and that's all he cares about, right? He's just trying to he's kind of trying to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's uh, 185 right now, and I'm a moron for jumping in the end game because the Warriors just hit the wall and took the pedal off the metal. They've been cruising and coasting here in the second half. And... I was worried about Clay Thompson going over his 15 and a half, but he gets there. So um, at least we'll hit this. We've had a great day today. We've we've done well across the board in each different sport, actually. Baseball has been great. We went 4-0 in baseball uh, tonight. NBA was 4-2 coming into this. You know, we, just, we, were, we were a little sloppy here at the end of the night on this game. This one's frustrating. We, put it this way. I've got Steph Curry over three and a half threes. He's got two. That's not going to happen, although he is in the game right now. The Lakers are making a game of it. They're down by 13. So at least the Golden State starters are, are on the floor. I've got an under Anthony Davis, 23.5 point prop uh, in action here right now. Andrew McKinnon is going to join us in level two. We'll get into uh, some pucks and some football uh, with McKinnis. And we've got Steve Merrill stepping up and in a little bit uh, later on. A lot of stuff to unpack here this evening. We'll go over to point spread. Starting to get serious now for the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins is back. And we'll let you know how much of an impact DeAndre Hopkins actually has on this Arizona Cardinal offense. But he's only practiced for two days. This is Sports Rage. <laughs> 